Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! So my idea of a good time is spending time with book people. And if you feel the same way, I hope to see you on Thursday, April 27th through to Saturday, April 29th at the Epigraph Literary Festival. It's a free virtual event that's all about books, the joy of reading and the literary lifestyle. We also have an amazing author lineup, some great speakers and fun sessions. So visit epigraphlitfest.com to register for this fun virtual festival. That's epigraphlitfest.com to get your free tickets. Plus early birds get first dibs on event swag. So go to epigraphlitfest.com to register and I hope to see you there. I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be talking about reading slumps. I'll share some common causes of reading slumps and practical tips to help you get out of your slump. I'll also provide a list of book-related activities you can do if reading isn't working for you right now. So if you're currently in a reading slump or you can't stop turning the pages of your current book, I think you'll find some parts of this episode helpful. So stay tuned. Hi there, could you do me a favour really quick? Would you pretty please subscribe to the show, leave me a five-star rating if you like it, and share an episode or two with your bookish friends? Better yet, if you could drop a link to the show or to your favourite episode in your book club or bookish group chat, that works too. I promise, it only takes a few seconds, it really helps the show, plus I'll be incredibly grateful for it. So thanks in advance, and now on to the episode. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. Today, I'll be talking about reading slumps. Now, reading slumps are a common occurrence for many readers, 
and I dare say it happens to even the most thoughtful, dedicated, and diligent readers. I kind of feel like we've all been there at some point. I mean, I know I have. And because this is a book podcast that introduces you to authors and their books, we share book lists and just all the bookish things, I feel this is a long overdue conversation. So today, I'll be discussing everything there is surrounding reading slumps. I'll share practical tips on how you can overcome them. I'll share a list of activities that are book-related that you can do while you're in a reading slump, or if you're not in a rush to kind of be reading right now. Plus, I'll share tips to help you start reading again. So, let's get into reading slumps. Now, the first thing I think we should just talk about is what is a reading slump? Now, a reading slump is a period when you kind of lose interest in reading. It's when you don't want to read anymore or you're currently reading a book and you just can't get into it. You try reading, but your mind won't focus. And just, you know, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're trying the words from the story are just not captivating you. And even when you pick up a book that you love, you know, whether it's a genre you love, whether it's a reread, whether it's books you often always turn to and you find comfort and solace or just a book that's super entertaining, even those books, it just feels super hard to read and get through. It just feels like a thousand pound rock. Now, I went online and according to Urban Dictionary, a reading slump is defined as a reader's worst nightmare. And if you love books and if you love reading and if you always want to be reading and you're going through a slump, I guess that could be considered a nightmare. It was also defined as not being able to pick up a book and read because you just can't or you just can't read. So it's fair to say a reading slump is a period of time when you're trying to read and it's just not happening for you the words aren't captivating you, you're just in, you're just not in a mood and nothing's capturing your attention. So it's fair to say that's a reading slump. Now, a common question readers often ask is, well, how long does a reading slump last? Now, reading slumps can last a day, others can last weeks, months, or even years. I mean, how long a reading slump lasts is really entirely different for each reader. It really is a unique situation. So for each reader, it's, it's definitely going to be different. Another common question is how do you get into a reading slump? Now, reading slumps can happen due to various reasons. Um, Most commonly is having a busy life, you know, currently your lifestyle, where you are in your life, it's just really busy. I think a huge trigger, especially for me, is when you're going through a significant life change, such as, you know, maybe moving, starting a new job, just having a baby. Maybe you're a new caregiver for a family member or even a friend. So having a huge life change, like one of those things, um, that can definitely uh, trigger a reading slump. Reading slumps can also happen because you're going through a lack of motivation or you're just not finding books that are interesting to you. Those are all reasons for a reading slump. But the most important thing I think I want you to remember is that reading slumps happen to even the most dedicated, thoughtful and diligent readers. So it's not you. You're not reading wrong, if that makes sense, because reading slumps can happen to everyone. Now, how do you know you're in a reading slump? Now, you know that you're in a reading slump when you don't want to read. 
you feel overwhelmed or uninterested in reading, and you're struggling to focus on reading. Other signs could include lack of motivation, you can't find the right book to read, you feel disconnected from books and what you're reading, you're finding difficulty concentrating and just reading for prolonged periods, you're rereading passages and pages, you're not remembering what you're reading, you're feeling overwhelmed with reading, you feel overwhelmed with maybe the choices, and you're just not in the mood to pick out a new book anyway. And what's even worse, you might have a TBR pile, a list of books to be read, and you're just completely disinterested in all of them. Those tend to be signs of reading slumps. Now let's get into the common causes of reading slumps. Now, if you're going through a reading slump, you might be wondering, well, how did I get here? Now, we did mention sometimes, you know, life changes, starting new jobs, taking care of family members, loved ones moving, all that stuff. But when it comes to reading reasons, reading reasons why you're here, it might be the case that you're trying to read too much at once. So sometimes when you're trying to juggle multiple books and get through multiple books really fast, you might get overwhelmed, you might lose interest and you might lose focus. So maybe transitioning from trying to read a whole bunch of books to maybe just trying to finish one or two. Stick to these books and after you finish them, then you can pick up another and maybe get back into your routine of reading multiple books at the same time. Because I know there are poly readers out there and I'm not saying quit reading multiple books, but when you're kind of going through a slump, start slow. Another reading cause Uh, that can send readers into a slump, is reading books and just material that isn't interesting to you. I always feel, especially when you're reading for pleasure, that it's important to find books that you are interested in reading. You know, don't force yourself to read something because folks online or the bestseller list is saying, you know, this is a book you should be reading, or celebrity book clubs. No, Don't read something because everyone else is reading it or because everyone else is saying it's good for you. If you're not enjoying it, just put it down, put it aside, find something else that can maybe cover the same topic or subject matter. Just be as entertaining, you know, just set it aside and find something else that's working for you. Another reason why you might be in a slump that's reading related is that you might find that you're reading too much of the same genre. While it can be comforting to go to your go-to genre, sometimes if you're consuming too much content in that one space, it might get boring, it might get it might get tiring, you might feel overwhelmed. So I think sometimes it's important to switch things up and try something new. Another book-related or reading reason why you might be in a slump is maybe you're reading books that are too long. Now, if you find yourself reading lots of, you know, six, seven, eight hundred page books, it might be time to try something shorter. Picking up something shorter can help you break your reading slump cycle because you can get through this quickly and you can get a quick win. You can feel a sense of accomplishment. So I know that there are those mammoth sized books that are staring you down. But if you find that you're reading a lot of these big books and you find yourself in a slump, give yourself a break, try something shorter, get a quick win. That just might be what you need to kind of just restart your reading and breaking that slump. 
So now that we know the different causes, both lifestyle related, but also reading related, that can cause reading slumps. Now we need to talk about how do you get on the other side? How do you get out of your reading slump? So here are some quick tips to help you get over your reading slump if you want to be reading. Now, if you want to be reading, sometimes you do have to take a break from reading altogether. Sometimes you need time away from your books. You know, try doing different activities that you enjoy. Sometimes if you take a break from books, you just might find that this break is what you needed and then you're ready to go maybe in a few days or weeks or so on. Like I mentioned, start with a shorter book. Sometimes you just need that quick win so you can feel feel accomplished. So try reading maybe a novella or a short story collection, but just try something that will give you that quick win. I also think it's important to find books that you're interested in reading. So don't force yourself to read something that you think you should read. And I also think, and and this might be unpopular, but I actually think sometimes you should take your time reading. I know there's lots of conversations out there about reading more books and reading faster, but I want you to remember there is no, there should be no rush to finish a book. Again, we're reading for pleasure here. So instead, you know, take your time and read little by little each day until you finish it because after all slow and steady wins the race experiment with new genres you know just break free of those boundaries you've probably created for yourself put together a stack of possibilities and read a few pages from each and whichever book catches your attention first run with it i also recommend maybe changing your reading format you know, because there's so many different ways to read. So if you're struggling right now to read print books, maybe try listening to an audiobook because you won't have to sit still. You can move around, you can be doing other tasks, you can be doing other chores while you're listening to an audiobook. And if you want to sit down and unwind, you know, pause your audiobook and pick up a print book or pick up your e-reader. So uh, maybe try considering switching up formats a bit. That might be helpful. Another thing I love to do is set the mood because when you make changes sometimes to your physical environment I think that can work wonders. If the weather is nice take your book and read outside. If you have some extra time you know do a little clean up you know clean up your space grab a blanket, light a candle, uh, make your favourite beverage, grab some snacks and just kind of create that cosy reading atmosphere. For me, lighting a candle does wonders. Making a cup of tea does wonders. Grabbing that blanket can really help, you know. So consider setting the mood. Whatever appeals to your taste and to your senses, you know, create that cosy atmosphere. Create that cosy space. Another thing is you should probably, you know, be mindful of your your mobile phone, your cell phone and your time spent on social media. So when reading is feeling hard and when you're going through a slump, I highly recommend just, you know, putting, hitting pause on those notifications and kind of resist the urge to pick up your phone every single minute. It's the same thing if you're active in an online book community. Resist the urge to log on and scroll through social media because sometimes seeing how much other folks are reading and how little you are reading can negatively impact you. I'm not saying this is the case for everyone, but sometimes, you know, this can really have a negative 
positive impact seeing what other people are doing and seeing other people are reading so many books or they're reading this kind of book you know sometimes you do need to kind of step back and after all, the, the less time you spend on your phone, the more time you have to read. So if you're just focusing on the books you have, you own, books you picked up from the library or the bookstore, if you resist the urge to go online and see what everyone else is doing, maybe that can be helpful to break your reading slump and so you can focus on the books you already own. And the last thing that can be really helpful is to surround yourself with bookish related things. Because even though you aren't actually reading, sometimes doing things that involve books can spark or re-spark the joy of reading in your life again. So maybe consider book-related activities such as listening to bookish podcasts like this one, reading or listening to author interviews, attending virtual events, talking to your book friends, visiting your local bookstore or your library, and just asking readers you trust for help or recommendations. All this can be incredibly helpful to kind of just spark that joy and remind you of, you know, why you love to read and why reading is amazing. I mean, personally, when I hear an author talk about their books, it really inspires me to pick up that book if it's something that is resonating with me at the moment. So consider doing bookish related things. They could be incredibly helpful. Okay, so now that we've discussed things to do to get out of your reading slump when you want to be reading, I think it's also fair to talk about strategies, tips and ideas of things you can do when maybe you just need to take a break from trying to read books altogether. So if reading isn't working for you right now, the first thing you should know is I don't want you to pressure yourself. You shouldn't pressure yourself because your books will be there waiting for you when you are ready. So if you're still struggling, here are some book-related activities that you can do when you're in a reading slump. So when you can't concentrate on the words on the page of your book, I actually think visiting your local library or bookstore can be therapeutic just by browsing the shelves. Take your time, walk around, look at the covers, look at the spines. Sometimes browsing the bookstore, talking to bookish people, going to the library, that can be therapeutic. So I recommend doing that. I also recommend organising your bookshelves. Sometimes when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're going through a reading slump, taking a break and maybe doing something productive with your time can be helpful. And one of those productive things could be cleaning up your bookshelves, maybe purging some of those books that you've been holding on to, but you have no interest in reading and you don't see a future where you'll be reading these books. So consider organising your bookshelves and maybe doing a little mini purge. Another alternative activity could be journaling because I think sometimes it helps to get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper or maybe even your screen because I think writing in a journal can be a great way to process your reading slump or even figure out what you're looking for in a book. So sometimes journaling while you're going through a slump can be helpful. Another thing I love doing is painting, so draw or paint. If you're feeling creative, try maybe making some art inspired by your favourite book covers. You can draw characters, you can redraw the cover art, you can doodle, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, just consider maybe drawing or painting, that could be helpful. 
Another thing you could consider doing is going on a literary tour. You know, maybe go on a walking tour. If you miss being around books, go on a tour of your city. Maybe you could go on a tour to a house or a museum or former workplaces of famous authors. You know, this could maybe be a bit inspiring, but it's also something bookish related that you can do when you're in a slump. Another option could be to watch a movie or a TV adaptation. Sometimes seeing a book coming to life on screen can help you jumpstart that reading habit. And then maybe after watching the movie or the TV series, it might inspire you to pick up the book and see how it compares to what you saw on screen. Other activities you could do could involve puzzling, you know, find a jigsaw puzzle. I actually love puzzling while listening to audiobooks, so that could be helpful. You could also do crosswords, word search, any kind of puzzle that you love. That could be a great low-key way to kind of engage your mind and engage your brain without having to read. Another thing I actually really love doing is cooking or baking. So try making a dish from one of your favourite books. Maybe pick up a cookbook or a baking book or bake something that was inspired by the cover art or something that was mentioned in the last novel or a favourite novel of yours. I think it's a really tasty way to take a book from reading but still kind of feel connected to your favourite stories and also your favourite authors. So readers, I really hope you found today's episode informative and helpful. And if you're currently in a reading slump, I hope you'll consider trying some of these tips, activities or ideas that I've shared with you today. And if you're not in a reading slump, I hope you'll consider sharing this episode as a resource if you have a bookish friend who is currently in a reading slump, or just save it as something you can revisit if a slump happens to come around. So as always, thanks for being here, thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.